everyone, this is Tim Rogers and Brad Coulter coming to you with another Concordus CareerCast brought to you by the Sound Casting Network. Today's subject is um, the how, why, the understanding the hows and whys of consulting and why companies use consultants, why people choose to be lifelong consultants. Um, so I guess we'll just start at the top here. Hey, Brad, well, welcome to the CareerCast. Oh, thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Hey, um, quick question. Yes. Why do companies use consultants? Or why? What, what is the motivating factor for, let's say, a Microsoft or an Amazon or a Nordstrom or whatever the companies here are in, in the Northwest or around the world? Why do companies use consultants yeah, for I mean, some of the reasons? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, there's also, I like to make the distinction between consultants and contractors. Sure. I mean, typically a consultant's being brought in for a specific expertise that they have that the company you know probably doesn't have internally. Or they're looking to bring in that expertise for a, a defined period of time where you know where it might not make sense to hire a full-time employee that's typically the scenario there's you know a big project coming up or you know there's something they're looking to you know change tweak whatever it's usually you know typically the consultant has some type of expertise that they don't have in-house so if i'm the ceo of a company and i'm going okay i need someone for six months why wouldn't i just hire them myself sure and why would i go out to like a company like concordus and say hey i need a consultant for six months or a contractor for six months right i mean it's often for those reasons so i mean if it's a defined you know period of time like that it often makes a lot of sense to use a contractor or a consultant because of the expense of hiring a full-time employee i mean it's, that's one of the reasons companies like to use contractors or consultants is is for that flexibility you know it's, you can bring a contractor in for a month two months three months you know whatever whatever the kind of your needs are and usually it's a, the budget's been approved for something like this and the time frame for getting someone to interview and hire it's going to be much yeah. quick, quicker because they're going to be a concordance employee and not a Nordstrom employee or whatever the end client is so they can say hey we need a consultant for six months we'll interview them next week we'll get them started as soon as we can get a computer and get them going correct and right. I mean my I'd say kind of the rule of thumb is you know the bigger the end client the more they're going to have their ducks in a line, they're going to have the budget approved, they're going to have you know the project to find all of that, and you get into the smaller companies, you know, it just makes sense. They're, they're going to be less defined. It's going to be less definitive. You know, the budget that's approved might be for a shorter period of time, but in general, the larger companies are going to have the budget fully approved for that contractor consultant. You know, they have a good idea of what that person's coming in to do, um, et cetera. That's a good a good segue into if you are a consultant and you're interested in a contract employee or a contract, sorry, contract job, ask the agencies that you're working for to make sure that the budget has been already approved for this project. Because we've seen over the years, many pro people start to interview, go through the loop, accept a job, and then to find out later that the, the budget's never been formally approved by the end client. So make sure you're ask, asking that of your agency uh, before you get too involved in the interview process. Uh, as a consultant or as a contractor, what do you see as the advantage for doing that type of work or versus full-time work? Yeah, I mean, it's, there's definitely, I think, a different type of mentality. Um, you know, typically, I mean, the people I know that are as career consultants or contractors, I mean, what they like about the work is, one, you know, they're brought in to do a very specific job and they're typically not involved in, you know, the quote unquote day-to-day -day politics of the company. 
Two, because they're brought in to do a specific job, they're often, you know, they get to move around. They're not stuck at one company for 15 years, six years, you know, they're there for six months, 12 months, 18 months, and then typically they're moving on to another company. Yeah, and you don't get pigeonholed into doing one skill set. I mean, it's yeah. a good way to keep your skills your skills sharp Yep. Um, if you're open to it. I mean, obviously you have to be risk adverse. Um, not risk adverse. Or, sorry, not risk adverse, excuse me. And you have to be willing to, you know, at the end of six months, you're going to have to start looking for another job. Some people love it. They can set themselves up to have the summers off, have the winters off. Yeah, Whatever the case may be. And I, I mean, I, the risk is definitely there, but I mean, I don't think it's nearly as large as, as people make it out to be. No. Um, I mean, I mean, all of us know people that have worked f- as full-time employees who got very blindsided by, by a layoff or whatever. Um, I mean, I, that's one of the, the things that I think people like about contracting is in general, you definitively know the end date of the contract. So it's not, you're, you're typically not getting blindsided, um, you know, so you, you can start planning. And a lot of, I mean, a lot of contractors, they just, they like that. Right. I mean, like you mentioned, they it keeps their skills sharp. They're able to move from, you know, client to client. It, it gives them broader exposure to both technologies and clients and people. Um, I mean, it's can be great for the right person right and it also can be i mean you like you said you have to be willing to do a little bit extra work with you know you have to sign up for benefits over again your direct deposit things like that which is just more or less paperwork um but with that said you're you will tend to get a higher hourly rate Mm Um, than you would be on the, the full-time side or, or the corporate side just because of that, because there is more a little, a little more risk um, assumed and um, a little more risk taken and a little more work that has to be done in getting yourself set up. So you can get you know the equivalent, you're probably making 10% more than you would on a, uh, on a full-time job, maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah, Usually I mean, the shorter term, the contract, the higher the pay is going to be because you're really, the client will understand that you're coming in just for a very short, specific amount of time. And then, you know, if it's two weeks, a month project, you can, you know, you can you know, 50% higher than what you normally would make. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, if I, I don't have definitive numbers, but I mean, over the last 15 years, I mean, my, my guess is the average is, you know, somewhere to 10, 10 to 15% above what a full-time salary would be. Yeah. So it's reasonable. And just to recap, so why companies use consultants while you see the, the expensive bill rates, the hundred dollar bill rates, $150 an hour bill rates in the long run. And actually even in the short term, it's more cost effective for the, for the company, the end client to have a consultant for six months, than bring them on full time. Yeah. I mean, I, in general, I mean, I think the reasons that, that companies are going to use contractors or consultants is one, to bring in that expertise that, that they might not have in-house to the flexibility of being able to bring contractors, you know, in and out. And then three, you know, a lot of companies, if that's just not their domain, I mean, so I, a lot of companies, you know, they'll use contractors to staff their exec admin positions because that's not their expertise. Right. Their, their expertise is somewhere else. Yep. So, you know, companies use, you know, do that as well. And keep in mind, if you're a consultant, and we've gone over this in other podcasts, there's also companies that they have bench employees. Well, so you've, well, you've done your consulting assignment. A lot of times you're not really going to be done with that consulting company. You're still going to be an employee of theirs, but you'll be on the bench and you get paid part of your partial salary for really just waiting till they lay in the next project for you. Other like staffing companies like we are, when the project's done, you're done. And we try to find you other work, but we're not going to pay for people to be on a bench because eventually you just pass that cost onto the clients. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's an important thing for candidates to ask the company they're 
you're talking to, there's a lot of companies out there that call themselves consulting companies that just simply aren't, aren't for that reason, that mm -hmm. very reason. To, to me, the biggest distinction between a consulting company and a non-consulting company is, is the bench. You know, do you carry a bench? You know, what's, you know, if I'm on the bench, you know, what are the requirements on me? You know, how much of my salary do I get during the bench? What's the time frame that I'm on? Do the you bench? get benefits on the bench? Yeah, yeah. all of those yeah. questions. Yeah. 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 Again, usually the larger the company, a Deloitte, one of those, obviously you're an employee of theirs, you're, you're basically secure on the bench. Whereas a smaller consulting firm, most of the time they're gonna have, you know, it's gonna be a short term bench life. Um, there's gonna be other requirements on you to, to maintain your, you know, bench status. Wonderful. Well, that should give you guys a good overview of why companies use consultants, how they use consultants. If you have any questions about this, feel free to um, give us a call, 206-347-8511. You can drop us a line at info at concordis.net. That's C-O-N-C-O-R-D-I-S.net. Check out our website, concordis.net, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah. Anything else, Brad? That was it. All right. Well, thank you all very, very much for joining us. Um, and as always, this is brought to you by the Soundcasting Network. Uh